Welcome back, everybody. This is the TLC show. It's been 14 years. Can you believe it? 14 years. So we have an amazing person, amazing guest that we have come on the show. I had the opportunity and the blessing to be her student in one of her sociology classes. And like, honestly, because of her, I have been able to embrace who I am as a woman. You see, I'm all natural and all that. People always talk about Black women like Madam C.J. Walker and Rosa Parks. And, you know, they always talk about Harriet Tubman. But we got to talk about the women the black women that are actually making things happen now. And Dr. Z is definitely one of the people and one of the black queens that will be forever in the history books an important figure in history. I would like to Whoa. welcome you, Dr. Z! Wow. So excited to see y'all's faces. I didn't know I was gonna see y'all's faces. Heart <laughs> warm, listen. Y'all got my whole heart warm. I love y'all. Love you too. <laughs> like y'all are so beautiful. It's so good to see you. Oh, you gotta make us. Oh, man. <laughs> Dr. Z, now I, I was not a student of yours, but please know that you influenced even me, right? Just, yeah. Mm -hmm. like, just from hearing, of course, hearing you speak publicly on campus, but I mean, through my friends and through my frat brothers and sorority sisters on campus, like hearing the input and the impact that you've had on their so lives. That's the truth. It's yeah. such an impact on me. So just know that it's like, you've not only reached those students that you've had a direct impact, you've reached those that you didn't, didn't have in class. You yes. know what I mean? The same love and respect and admiration that Chanel and that Terrence have for you, I do as Absolutely. well. I'm so grateful. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah. I, I want to say to y'all, first of all, I'm humbled in real life, not humbled like on some superficial level, like I'm humbled in real life um, for you guys. Like if I die today, just knowing the impact that you all give, oh that's an affirmation for me. So when, when oh I transition, God. I know that the water that I've sprinkled either directly or mm -hmm. indirectly is going to mm -hmm. leave here on this earth and then the second thing I want to say to y'all is that a lot of times people are like oh Dr. Z you know you you've done so much for me and you mean so much to us and blah 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 but y'all equally mean so much to me too and that uh, is nobody wow. can ever say like nobody that influences others can ever say that y'all's influence doesn't influence us y'all don't know how many times in my personal space I might have been feeling away and I'll come to I'll come to Cheney, come to VSU, come to y'all and just the love that y'all give every day and the purpose wipes it yeah. all away. So equally I want to say to you all, I love y'all so much from my heart. And oh, we love you. We love you. According to me for real, for real. Real talk. So oh my God. Reciprocally. <laughs> <laughs> Well, um, as you know, we're, we're talking on mental health and, you know, with everything that's going on with this pandemic, I mean, one minute it was just Seattle and all of a sudden went to New York. Now New York is like the headquarters of this virus. And when we talk about mental health, we got to talk about what are things that are causing people to have those mental issues. You know, when you think about unemployment, a lot of people don't have money to pay their bills. When you talk about lack of food, lack of resources. And I personally think a lot of people's fears and a lot of the stress levels are going up is because people are uncertain on what's going on with the government. You know what I'm saying? People don't know what they're doing, what they're plotting. You know, everybody has their theories. So I wanted to talk to you and get your input on that. 
So, um, one, I am, you know, y'all know me, so y'all know that I am the queen conspiracy theorist. Um, I have always been, um, and, you know, let me, let me go there and then I'm going to go backwards. Okay. Um, for me, even trying to figure out when you talk about wondering what the government is doing or whatever, like for me, even trying to figure that out and what that means and what that looks like, um, you know, for, for our community, for our people, for the American people, for our community and all the way down to, you know, my babies, y'all, and then all the way down to my family, you know what I'm saying? Like trying to, trying to maneuver that and trying to figure it out keeps me up late at night. And so, you know, even for me, um, I understand um, from differing perspectives, um, you know, I recognize my privilege because I am still working, I am still getting paid. Um, and so I don't have that stress per se, because I still struggle, but I don't have that stress. But then just even taking the stress of that political and that mm. social understanding and that right, trying to right. figure that out in order to be able to plan, not just for my family, but for our people and for the American people is very stressful. But let me go back. Um, COVID in and of itself has created every single template for mental health issues, especially anxiety, um, depression, panic, um, you know, all of those because you're talking about a, a, a phenomena that goes from the macro, which is the institutional, political, social, all the way to the micro, which is the individual level. And so when you talk about the fact that, one, the entire globe, not just America, but the entire globe has really been removed from our daily existence. We have been stripped of everything that we know. Um, even if you're still getting paid, you're still stripped from your daily routine, your freedom to move about. And the things that we didn't really appreciate, like going to work, it gets very different when you don't have a work to go to. Um, yeah. And then when you continue to move down into the instabilities that it has caused, um, especially when you're talking about um, communities of color and poor communities where their access to food and resources um, is few and far between. Um, we, are at a, we are in a crisis that is absolutely certain to have global, national, collective, community mental health crisis. Question to you is, Dr. Z, um, this, may, this, this really doesn't have uh, any it doesn't have anything to do with COVID, but really, I'm, me as a person, as a black gay man, right? Um, this last election where Donald Trump won, it it literally, um, it took me to a place of, I'm never voting again. I don't care about our, um, our, our, our voting rights, or I know that my ancestors fought for this, but it goes to show you that we came, we came out not, not a lot like we were supposed to, but we came out and the popular vote said that this person should have won, but she didn't, right? So my vote doesn't count. And I am no longer gonna, gonna, gonna participate in, in, in this because I don't believe that, wow. it, that it's fair. That, that's how I, and I also believe, you know, someone who allowed a foreign government, not only a foreign government, but 
someone who is, is not our ally, right? To interfere mm-hmm. in our election and he's still there. Gives me no hope mm-hmm. and it, it makes me feel like I will never, ever be proud to be American, right? And I will never want to vote or exercise any of my, my rights um, because I, I just don't believe that I have any, right? They say that I do, but I, I really don't. What advice do you give people like me who truly really feel that way? And I'm not only, I'm sorry, I'm living in Canada right now for work and I'm strongly considering like, I want to become a permanent resident. Like, why, why should I move back? Don't come back. Um, <laughs> I was just on a, on a Zoom call. Um, we do a, um, my colleague and I from um, Howard, we do a weekly, um, but we're going to spread it out a little more. But we do a, um, a, a Zoom seminar on um, COVID and the impact of COVID. And I was just on a panel on Monday with two political scientists that um, if you would have said that to them, they would have annihilated you. Um, I was a a co-host on the show. And so their political views, I, I, I couldn't argue because it's not my job to argue their points. It's my job to facilitate discussion. First, let me, um, one, not that my validation matters. Let me first validate your feelings um, and your sentiment and your analysis because your analysis is absolutely correct. Um, and therefore your sentiment about your analysis and your political analysis about feeling powerless as a black gay male in a political process that is run by white head heteropatriarchal capitalists, um, uh, the capitalist system, I mean, it's absolutely valid. Um, but I would, um, and, and, and I will disclose, um, you know, people will run me under the bus, but I did not vote for a long time. I just started voting um, actually last election, I believe. Um, and then I just voted in my first primary um this cycle right here because of my thoughts exactly so let me go back to your first point i would say never you know i think black people misinterpret what our ancestors sacrificed and and did for us our ancestors did not fight and die for us to be able to vote symbolically they fought and they died for our ability to be able to constructively participate in a political process that they hoped would allow us to choose people who would represent our interests, right? And so when Black people are like, oh, our ancestors fought and died for us to, no, no, no. They fought and died for us to vote as a tool for political, social, economic elevation, inclusion, um, equity, right. equality, liberation, freedom, etc. So I think nowadays we really do vote haphazardly. Um, if I were to do a sociological critique of our electorate system, it goes to your second point. Politics is always going to be, so in my theoretical perspective, let me be more um, guided in what I say. In my theoretical perspective, politics is the tool of the ruling class. And the goal Mm -hmm. is to maintain the status quo in a society. The electoral college is designed to give a certain amount of electoral votes to certain states. And if you look at the states that have the largest number of electoral votes, you will find that those states are largely, um, largely segregated or, or, or dominated or the majority 
um, by race, mm -hmm. right? And so the mm -hmm. states that have the largest Caucasian population also have some of the largest electoral votes. So um, that's, that's the first thing. I think though, where I would point you is to the Declaration of Independence if you come back and the, and the, and the, and the concept and precept that the, our government is supposed to be for the people by the people. And I think that mm -hmm. we have allowed our government to get away from what it was supposed to do because we have systematically given up our power to the government. Instead of us feeling like we're powerful, mm -hmm. that you're powerful That's as awful. a black gay man to demand that whoever you vote for is gonna represent your interests, what we do now is we're conditioned to vote on the party line and pray right. that the person is going to represent our interests. And then when they don't, we get angry at the system, but it's because we have lost our control and power over the system because mm -hmm. we don't understand the value of what the vote is and we don't understand history. I would encourage you if you come back, the majority of the laws that are going to impact you individually and then your, your class collective happens at that primary level. And those are the elections that we really, really need to be involved in. We need to be determining who's gonna be our representative, who are gonna be our state senators, who are going to be our um, governors, our mayors, our city council, our um, school board reps, and all of those people who are in our communities, because those are the people who are going to influence your day-to-day -day and daily operations. And then we got to go back on a larger level and understand that there are more than two parties, and just because they only plaster two parties in the media under debate, doesn't mean that there aren't more. There, there are probably almost 20, if not more, political parties with candidates who run on platforms that would best uh -huh. represent our interests. And I think that, you know, instead of saying to you to give up your rights unless you're going to stay there where you are, but in no situation should you ever give up your rights as a marginalized person who has a, a plethora of social constructs that represent your oppression. You're black, you're a male, you're gay, you may be working class, middle class, or what have you. So we can you know, keep going through those, those, those constructs. I would say instead of running away from your rights, it's time that people start to stand up and demand. Like we ain't asking y'all for no favors, we're demanding that you represent our interests. And black people have to stop giving up our vote. We have to stop giving up our votes for, for the free. Mm. Mm. <laughs> um, Dr. Z, I got yes, a question baby. for you. How you yes. doing? <laughs> I'm good, I'm good. Uh, what, what are some of the basic signs of someone who is struggling with mental illness? It depends on what mental illness. I'll give you, you know, um, it depends on what mental illness because there are a variety of different ones. So when you're talking about depression, um, the key um, signs or symptoms of depression would be sleeplessness, loss of interest in daily activities, um, uh, crying spells, feeling down where you don't feel like you feel in that kind of dark cloud over your head that you really can't get out of. Um, 
uh, disengagement um, from your 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 routine, um, and even when you're in your routine, disengagement from tasks um, and isolation. Um, people usually isolate, self-isolate, as we're as we're doing now, as signs of depression. Anxiety includes some of the same symptoms, but anxiety manifests more physiologically. So you might have a rapid heartbeat. Um, you might get sweaty palms. You might feel a sense of nervousness um, in a certain um, situation. Um, anxiety sometimes leads to panic attacks where you feel like you can't breathe. Um, um, also, and, and what happens then to the body is that when you're experiencing anxiety, you also withdraw because you don't want to be in spaces where you feel like your anxiety will be triggered. So a lot of people who experience mm -hmm. anxiety don't want to go out, don't want to go around public space in public spaces, don't want to interact with, um, with people. And then if you're talking about some of your, um, some of the um, mental health um, issues that, you know, affect your, your, your cognitive awareness, like schizophrenia, schizoaffective, um, delusional disorder, or what have you, those manifest in hearing things. And, and, you know, so spiritually, I have to be careful about hearing things because, you know, they try to tell us ancestors <laughs> hearing things is crazy, um, but sometimes it's the ancestors speaking to us. And so it's a, it's a but, you know, you may have um, hallucinations, you may have um, delusions, um, hearing voices, seeing things that aren't there, sleep disturbances, um, uh, the ability to be in your space cognitively. So you might see somebody who may be in a space having a conversation, but their conversation is not fluid to the, the space and the time and, and what's happening exactly. um, in, that, yeah, in, that, in that manner. Um, and um, that's pretty much kind of, and, and I could go through the DSM-3, but different mental health issues are going to have different, um, different symptoms. But those predominantly are the ones that would probably be um, most associated with where we are, you know, right now. And, directly, and I, I just want to do a follow-up real quick, but directly in the Black community, um, yeah. I realized that a lot of people are unaware that they even have or struggle from some type of mental mm. health issue. Um, yeah. So it's like, when do you realize that it's a problem? And then a lot of people run to the doctor and they're like, oh, I'll take this pill or two, you know. But, take like, the pill. Oh, my God. Ways, yeah. Like, what are some other yes. ways that we can kind of like, yes. you know, get through without taking a pill? <laughs> you know, yeah, like how you prepare the, for it. Right. Yeah. I I think the first thing is really understanding um, our history um, and as an African-American community, the first thing is that we gotta, we have to remove the stigma that of, of mental health in our community. Like from history, it's like, oh my God, you know, um, take it to Jesus or, you know, don't let anybody, um, you know, don't, don't leave, don't tell nobody that you experiencing that out of the house. Um, the one thing is that one, our communities have been so resilient, um, and then because of the way that um, American culture and really global culture dehumanizes Black bodies and the Black experience, like we're supposed to be these super women, super men who don't 
super beings who don't feel anything. And even in our own families, because of vestiges of slavery and enslavement, you know, we've been kind of taught to suck it up. I think the first thing mm -hmm. to answer your question, Boo, is that we just have to, one, recognize that we are vulnerably human. And you have to be in touch with your body enough to know when you just don't feel good. In the same way, in the same way, you know, you may not, um, you know, feel good. You get a temperature, you start coughing, you don't feel good, you go and lay your ass down. But, you know, when it comes to our mental health, you know, you're feeling sad. You just don't feel like yourself. You can't focus. Um, you know, you don't. And it's like, okay, I got to get myself together and keep pushing. The first thing to deal with it is you have to recognize, we collectively have to recognize when we don't feel well mentally. That's one. Mm -hmm. Number two, we have to be willing to feel comfortable enough to be vulnerable enough to talk to people about how we're feeling. That's number mm -hmm. two. Um, and then we have to develop the resources in our communities that give us a safe space to be able to talk about what it is that we need to talk about without judgment or without believing that, and I love God, so God knows, listen, Lord, you know I ain't getting ready to throw you under the bus, but understand what I'm saying, but to <laughs> understand that, you know, God is not going to, prayer is not always going to miraculously heal you, but prayer will give you the resources that you need to be able to allow the creator, your ancestors to heal you. Um, mm -hmm. So, I mean, I think, I think that is, you know, that's the start. Like it is that simple, like being able to acknowledge, I don't feel, I don't feel right. I'm, I'm feeling this. And especially as black men, because you all have the double whammy of this whole misidentified Western ideal of what being masculine means. Like, you know, masculine is both feminine and masculine energy and feminine is both feminine and masculine energy. And these constructs that they create that men are not supposed to feel, they're not supposed to cry, um, you know, they're not supposed to express emotion, that leads to the trauma that our black men in particular face. And that's one of the core reasons why we have such a growing, um, a growing statistic of black men committing suicide now. So that's, you know, I could go on and on about that, but I'll stop there. No, that was, oh my God, that was deep. You know what it is when you said that Dr. Z, like I remember we was in class one time and I can't remember who asked the question, but you was talking about, you actually had me really thinking about like where we all really come from. Because when you talk about the slave trade, you used to talk about this. We talk about the slave trade, how the boat came to Virginia. We already had our own religion. We had our own beliefs. We had our own methods. We had our own healing. And then when we got brought to this country, they couldn't teach. They didn't want to teach us to read what they did on the boat. The people that came from the same village, they separated them so nobody could communicate. Then they bring us to this, the country. And then it's like, they give us the Bible and the religion. They say, we're not going to teach you how to read, but according to the Bible, you're, we're the masters. So all the times when the slaves would, if, if some slave was getting lynched, what would the black people do? Praise the Lord for bring out the Bible because to them it was like, well, God's going to help us now. And when you said that in class, that always stuck with me because at one point, not to say that I don't believe in God because I do, I'm more spiritually connected because I feel energy. But the thing that really struck me 
was when all those shootings was with the um you know the, all those shootings the cops killing all these these black men innocently for no reason and i'm like yo everybody keep praying to god and i'm like it ain't stopping these people from getting shot it ain't stopping those those uh people from lynching our people and when you think about this systematically what it does to a black man's mentality or just in in our culture in general it's like we are, we are always being put down even when we are moving forward how many of us have businesses we still get attacked they still do things to make us be lost you know what i mean so it's like what you said was very deep i i just appreciate that and i like, wanted to, i wanted to jump on um what you said chanel because i think you know the core piece about removing us from our spiritual connection and from our higher power um, there is a law, um, the, it's called the laws of Mayat. First of all, Christianity is an African religion and the Bible is an African Ethiopian doctrine. The Greeks right, and the right. Romans just snatched it and then, um, you know, um, snatched some books out and rewrote some things in order to justify right. their existence. But, you right, know, right. we do have to remember and why I love you so much, damn, you remember that stuff from what? How long is <laughs> <laughs> 2006 yeah. like 2006 yeah 2006 I remember that conversation we Yo, had in the class yeah that's that oh that's like 14 that. years ago and you still look yep. yep. listen I just I'm putting a notch <laughs> on my belt because I'm like damn if my baby still remember that 13 years later I did my job you um, did your job you did you did job I'm gonna take that yeah. I'm gonna put <laughs> yeah, we have to we have to remember we have to remember our spiritual connection and the difference yep. between Western Christianity and our spiritual root is that our spiritual root tells us that we manifest God within us. That within as, us. as people of God, God has given us both, both the mental, spiritual, physical power to be able to address what it is that we need to address. And it only takes right. us to look within ourselves and to manifest that into the world. So, you know, I, I mean... I, I think I think that you know I could go into a whole discussion about that, but I think just I remembering just remembering that we are spiritual beings and not allowing exactly. anybody and I'm saying to you too as a black male, as a black gay male, never I'm mm -hmm. this is ancestors telling me to speak to you. Never ever let any religion or anything, anyone take you away from your divinity, your spiritual, your ability to manifest the spirit mm. from within you and do the work that needs to be mm. done. And that's for all of us, because that was one of the principal things that they had to do when we arrived. They had to separate us from our spiritual connection in order to control us. Yeah. Dr. Yep. Z, I, I love and I totally agree with what you said, especially the end. I um struggle i mean I, I grew up in in church you know church sunday morning sunday night wednesday night like you know not celebrating certain holidays and very and, and right, kind of, right. very strict right um and you know i i knew from a young child that i was gonna be gay i, I knew that right so i was struggled with okay well can i be a christian can i you know still say the name of god um knowing who i am and i've come to the realization that you know to me i need religion i need a lifestyle i need a relationship with god and he's the only thing that matters so what he says or how he feels is the only thing that matters right i don't need to try to hide who i am 
or try to be somebody that I'm not, because he already knows, he created me. So I think it's important for me to really just have a relationship with him, right? And I feel like religion was involved, was created to kind of separate us and kind of say, these are what you need to live by. This is, this is right, this is wrong. No, it's, it's really about having a relationship with him and, and, and right. things that are uplifting to him and encouraging others and really, you know, living, living good, you know, doing good. Right. I'm glad you said I'm glad you said that and I'm going to charge you. I am going to charge you with spreading that message because a lot of my my LGBTQIA babies struggle with keeping and maintaining that spiritual connection with God with the higher power um because the black church shames, yes. you know, the LGBTQIA community and then excludes our, our babies from, you know, they make you believe that if you're like, you know, they don't talk about everybody else's sin, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, oh, but this is a sin, this is a sin. And then, but you, you know, it's some, it's some commandments that's affecting you, you know what I'm saying? Like, what are you talking about? And I just think, that, that constructing things as, as, as abnormal or constructing things as against God runs really great people away from their mm -hmm. connection. And because you understand that, um, I, I need for you to be able to bring people closer to the will and, and the spirit of our higher power. You know, when people are feeling like God doesn't love me or, you know, God doesn't, so I ain't gonna talk to God because God is not, that's not true. Um, and, mm -hmm. and, and when you're talking about mental health issues, even in the LGBTQIA community, a lot of that really stems from that guilting that, that, that the black church is absolutely famous for. And I'm, you know, I don't mm -hmm. care if this is reported or not, but I talk to, you know, my black pastor friends, like, how do you call yourself a, a prophet of God or a messenger of God? And God told you to bring all people to the will and the word and to the spirit. But yeah, you get up in church and start condemning people. Like, come on, man. Anyway, <laughs> I digress. Yeah. Oh my God. A, a thousand percent, a thousand percent. And, and I, you know, I, it's just, it really like, you just confirmed a lot of things that I, I was feeling. And um, like, you know, my prep for the tea here is, 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 is very um, successful when it comes to, you know, like media and putting things out there and really has a platform. It built this platform for itself. And I kind of, you know, for, for several months, I'm like, well, I want to do something. What, what should I do? And it, with you just saying that, it really just confirmed with, you know, what I should do and how I can advocate for my people, advocate for, for all of us who feel this way so thank That's you the, that, well it's don't thank me the ancestors be telling me stuff to say and i just exactly sometimes <laughs> they, i don't know where it came from but i was just told to say it to you in particular and then to hold you um you know hold right. you in the work that i believe that um a higher power has for you uh dr z that's my love unemployment twelve hundred dollars Loved ones dying, just people dying by the by the bus. Oh, loved ones dying. Come? Yeah, listen, listen. I don't. I I'm wise enough to know um, when I don't have the answer. Um, 
So loved ones dying, I, I, I'm speechless on that because how do you recover from that? Right. The, and, and, and the fight, the fight for me, T, the fight for me is to try to understand the phenomena so we don't have to deal with as many loved ones dying as I believe our government is predicting and planning for us. So that's my conspiracy theory. Um, um, $1,200 is to me, um, I'm going to, I'm going to keep it honest because it's just, it's us. It's blood money for me. Um, and also it's our money. So I need for everybody to understand that ain't nobody doing you a favor. All they're doing is returning your tax dollars to you. And it's only just a little bit of your tax dollars because most of your tax dollars went to go and enrich the rich so that they can plan for your genocide. That's just me. Um, <laughs> you done said to Listen, we can have Read a whole other discussion on that. Um, and then unemployment, this is the opportunity for us to, we're at a crossroads. Mm -hmm. We're at a crossroads. And mm -hmm. the question is, what are we going to do with this time to ourselves. And if you are not wise enough to understand that even if you believe everything that is going on is as the government says, you still have the opportunity to plan and use this time off to create something independently that can sustain you. So mm -hmm. the $1,200 that you get, that we get, well, I'm probably not going to get anything, but the $500 that people get, which is ideal, but then you're talking about, you just strip people from three months of work. Divide $1,200 times three. That's $400 a month. $100. Divide yep. $400 times four. That's $100 a week. $100 you a got, week. And you got children. That $1,200 is not going to do shit for you. And even though they have... um allowed us to stop paying bills, the bills are still going to be accumulated. So at, in Approval. September, mm -hmm. when you get ready to go back to pay the gas bill, electric bill, the credit card bills, if you have them, the rent bill, they're not giving you a, 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 a waiver. So you're not going to start from scratch. In three months, you're going to have three months of bills. So if your gas bill was $100 a month, when they take this furlough, when they take this stuff off after COVID, you're going to owe $300. If it's $300 a month, you're going to owe nine and you're not going to have a job. Yeah. So I think that black people in particular, we need to get ready to restructure how we're living. And we right. need to get out of this um, individualistic mentality. We need to start growing our own food. We need to start right. uh, coming. Mm -hmm. We need to start trading and bartering with each other. Um, we need to start finding ways to be self-sufficient and independent. Um, and then we need to go back to our collective spirit, which means that maybe you shouldn't be living in your house by yourself. Maybe you need to get your family members to come and live in the house with you and everybody pool their resources oh, maybe, so that hmm. we can be okay. And then the second thing is after we get out of this, I'm gonna just tell y'all, after we get out of this, 
people need to start reconfiguring why we are maintaining or remaining on this plantation in the United States. And we need to think about going to another country like back home to Africa to begin to rebuild. That's what I'm saying. Um, if we get out of this, I'm out. <laughs> you know what, Dr. Z? Um, it's funny you mentioned that because I just did an Ancestry.com. And I found out I'm 42% Nigerian. I'm Cameroon. Like I'm, yo, I'm black. I knew I was black, but I mean, I'm African. I'm legit. I'm like 80% African. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. It's time for me to go home. I need to go home. home. I didn't ask and we need here. to go home and take <laughs> all of these Chinese and European corporations from Africa. And I can't. I, I can't. I honestly can't. I no, no, no. Honestly, I can't because even in the news right now, even in the news right now. They have, um, they're saying in China, it's in Beijing, 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 China, they were saying that there was the part, they was condemning all the black people in that area because they said they're the ones starting the virus. They said that, it's, they said that we started over, it. It's all And it's like, China. wait, 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 let me, let me, let me, let me not with these Chinese people because at Boogie and Tea, because, you know, we all lived in New York, you know, so when you go right on Canal Street, you know, how many black people was buying the chicken wing and pork fried rice? Supporting them going to the salons and buying their weaves and all that. But when these same Chinese people have businesses in the black communities, and when people in the black communities are going through it, what are they doing to, to help the people that have been supporting them? And given like one nail salon in New York made a hundred thousand dollars a year from doing nails from us. So it's like now that we're in, this, in these days, this time and day, like what are they doing to help us? You and know what I'm saying? Like and that's the thing though, Chanel, that's why what you're saying is so valuable because the reality of it is, is that everybody comes into impoverished black communities that capitalize off of black struggle. You have the uh, Middle Easterners who run the corner store, the Koreans who run the beauty supply store, the um, mm -hmm. Vietnamese who run the nail salons, the Chinese who run the carryouts, and then they take their money and they take it outside of our community and the put it on theirs. And what we need to do, again, like the before the Civil Rights Act was passed, we need to stop giving people their money to either support their communities and take it out of our communities. But even more importantly, we need to stop giving people our money so that they can turn around and oppress us, like paying for our own oppression and genocide. Right. You know, I was in the damn Chinese carryout um, just the other day. Well, it's been about a... a two weeks now, so I have to tell them myself, getting, you know, broccoli, um, because I like it, and then, like, a week later, uh, right now, I'm in the middle of fighting to get some of our <laughs> African-American people home from Guangzhou, because they're over in, um, in China, testing on black bodies. On so, black bodies, yeah. Yeah, so we, I mm. mean, I think now is the time that we have to really, really use our collective consciousness to spread the word and begin to plan on how we're going to do things differently because there, yep. there's a new world coming we're planning and if we survive um you know as you said t when you asked me how do we get out of it like right. you know we gotta start really having these strategy sessions about how we protect ourselves prepare how we recover because Ain't nobody gonna save us. Nobody's gonna save us if we don't save ourselves. And 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 I, I'm this. I'm a part with this. If we don't save ourselves, nobody is gonna save us. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Dr. Z, I want to thank you again, personally, for taking your time out to talk with us and to pour into us, because I know I'm full, honestly. Um, <laughs> thank you for that. But before we let you go, if you can just, we're all quarantined, we know, the whole world. If you can, how can we pass some time where we're doing something to, to either better ourselves as a Black community? What can we do? Because, I mean, Netflix is not helping. We, some of us are still working from home. <laughs> no, really. What, I know. Is there a book that you that you recommend or or something something where we can pass our time? We can come out of this like, look, I feel like a brand new person. I've learned so mm. much, you know, as as a black person in 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 America. What? Yeah. So I think that what you said first and foremost is probably my first answer. Um, you know, the beautiful thing about this um, lockdown, this house arrest that we're under, is that everything is virtual and you have access to so much more than you ever would if we were in our daily existence. Um, there are college courses that are online like mine. Y'all are welcome to come to class. Um, I do, um, you know, I do my, my courses online. I, there are so many different online programs that... Um, you know, certifications that you could do for whatever, um, books, I will give you all a reading list, but I think that it's important that you all, like, that at this time, you think of what it is that you want to do, like, mm -hmm. what is your vision for growth, like, where do you want to be when this is over, and because you can become whatever you want to be at this point, where do you want, there's opportunity to invest in stock. Um, you know, for people who have the money to do so. I mean, this is the time to be making strategic moves. Like, we got to get ready to make strategic moves. And so I would say, my first thing would be to research. This should be your research time. I have learned so much. I, I, you know, I'm quote unquote Dr. Z, but you never ever, I, I'm wise enough to know that I know nothing at all. And so I have learned so much about virology, um, about physics, um, I'm reading, I'm researching about all of this stuff that's going on. Um, engage community, do community work and give back to somebody. Um, do, uh, you know, y'all can, you, we can start, listen, we, listen, we, we black people messing around. We should be starting online schools for our inner city kids. You know, so I just think this is the time to be creative, but I would say one, set your goal. Like, evolve like I think this should be an evolutionary um lockdown and then use all of these free resources that are available to us now online resources global resources that are available to us now to grow and then do everything intentionally with the purpose of giving back and elevating our people and you know, however we're defining our people, you know, be it our Black people, be it our um, global people, whatever that is, it's time for us to stop being selfish and give back. So, um, you know, y'all have me. I, you know, I know that this is a show, but um, I will, um, you know, I'm here for y'all. So if y'all ever want to just Zoom on the humble, y'all don't have to wait to, you know, Get me to come on a show to have conversation like i know i'd be busy yeah. trying to reach me 
I mean, the only reason I haven't been so responsive is because I'm trying to get these people home out of China. So charge it to my, uh, charge it to my activism. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just think that this is the time for us to elevate and grow. So research, read, um, create, you know, whatever that means to you, like create something beautiful and, and get off of Netflix because Netflix is mind control too. I was there, you know, Netflix Ooh. is mind control and I'm watching their content on Netflix. They got shit on Netflix for real, for real to, to control what you're thinking and how you're perceiving. Like, I think I this believe is the, opportunity, the, the opportunity for us to be constructive in our confinement instead of complacent in our confinement, mm. constructive in our confinement instead of complacent in our confinement. And when we come out of this, you should be able to say, shit, I, I, listen, I did this, that, and the third. Listen, I, I was up in the house masterminding some shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, so, yes. So, no, I don't know if you have a question or if you have another question, but I wanted to do a small little uh, closing segment with Dr. Z real quick. Did you guys have Absolutely. anything? No, no, I just want to tell I'm, you, Dr. Oh, Z, thank you. I'm sorry. I'm, yeah, I'm sorry. I, I, meal. The <laughs> thing is, is like, you've already been telling me this stuff. You've already taught me these things already. So I'm already, I'm already tuned with it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, I'm already with it. I already, we could, we could do a whole part two to this. I'm already, listen, I appreciate if, you. If we do a part two, I'm going to post it up too on my page. I just haven't been okay. posting anything else that I'm doing on my page because I'm trying to keep the getting these people home from China at the forefront of my right, page. Right. And so, um, but you know what, Chanel, let me tell you something, boo. You gave me bragging rights because see, now I'm about to go, listen, <laughs> my baby from 2006 and she still knows everything that we would talk about it. I remember Listen, everything. I'm popping, my, I remember popping everything. my collar. I know. I love you so Listen, much. Listen, you y'all. put me on. You put me on and like like I said, I appreciate you because like I never really knew all this stuff even from high school. The schools don't teach you that, you know what I'm saying? So it's just such a blessing that I was honored to have somebody like you during that time in my life because in 06, I lost my older brother. It was during the time I had your class. My brother died. You know what I'm saying? So it was like I was going through a tough time. And like when I would go to your classes, speaking on mental health, you know, you talk about like your mindset and like where you at. Like I was lost for a little bit. And um, going to your class and you breaking down like my history, where I come from, how we need to be as people, you know, you pretty much gave me like a blueprint of, of how I can interpret things from textbook to reality and kind of blend those together it's like you know what like you taught me so much and i'm forever humble and i'm forever thankful for you your blessings to you as always i'm humble too listen blessings to you because you just showed me that that what i intended to do is done boo and Mm -hmm. listen i couldn't ask for anything greater i couldn't ask for any greater gift that's affirmation so i'm humble to you too and it was a blessing for you to to carry it on damn 13 14 years later like that's crazy (laughs) so so i have six words for you dr z you ready Mm -hmm. okay and it's going to be a fill in the blank type of thing and i want to know what do these words mean to you right so the first one what does energy mean to dr z 
Hot energy is the force that gives us all life. And that is absolute period. Energy is the force that gives us all life. It is our body force. Our body is run by energy. Our planet is run by energy. Our universe is run by energy. And our multiverse is run by energy. So I would say life force. What does the body mean to Dr. Z? The body can mean two things to me. Um, the body can mean the whole of the organism, but the body can also mean the container of the energy or the container of the spirit. Right. Four more. What does prayer mean to Dr. Z? Prayer means reconnecting to our higher power um, and being still enough to receive the answers. Okay. What does the soul mean to Dr. Z? The soul is, oh, that's deep. The soul <laughs> is, yeah, that's, oh, you coming, you coming. He reaching. He's, he's, on, he's, on, he's in my metaphysical space right now. He's trying, right? Is, um, the soul, is, okay, two things. One, the soul is what we're supposed to be cultivating while we're here mm -hmm. in this lower level plane. The soul is also what makes us who we are. So, and I wanna explain it because I believe my spiritual belief is that this is the lower level. Earth is a lower level plane. Um, sometimes mm -hmm. I believe that earth is the definition of hell. I don't wanna say it like that, but I do believe it. And I believe that we are here to show and prove how well we will be obedient and how righteous we can manifest in this earth. And that soul, even though our body is energy, the soul is what drives who we are. So right now when I'm mm -hmm. speaking to you all, I'm speaking from my soul because I can only speak what I am and what I know. And the third thing about the soul is the soul is the only thing that you want to take to judgment when you go. Mm, mm, mm. The fifth one is what does love mean to Dr. Z? <laughs> love. Okay. So my definition of love is love is an action and not a word. Um, and love is a deeply rooted spiritual connection that isn't bound by conditions. And so I believe that love is the manifestation of our soul. So if your soul ain't right, you can't love right. The love that you give and the love that you're able to receive is the direct manifestation of your soul and your spiritual connection to something higher than yourself. And love is an action, not a word. Got People could say love, but love is an action and not a word. Mm. Mm. And the final one that I have for you, you ready for this one? Ready? <laughs> what does black mean to Dr. Z? Oh, child. Black is absolute life. Black is life force. And, and it's not my opinion. Scientifically, black is life. And anything black, be it the substantia negra, which is the word black in the brain, which is the most powerful part of the brain, be it dark matter in the universe, which is the manifestation of life in the universe, be it black when you close your eyes to sleep, 
which is the manifestation of life. People don't understand that you grow and heal while you're sleeping. When you're when you're up and moving around, you're expelling energy. When you go to sleep and mm-hmm. you go into darkness, that's where you manifest. And people also don't realize that while the sun gives nutrients, things grow in the dark. So black is absolute life. There we go. Final words, Dr. Z, anything that you have left, we would love to hear it. Listen, what I would say to to y'all and to everyone um, is that we have to use this time to to build, grow, and evolve. Um, We have to continue to love up on ourselves, and we have to be able to be prepared to give back um, to our communities in order for us to recover. And so um, I'm just prayerful that we use this time that we stay safe, um, that we continue to, to keep that spirit intact so we can keep our mental intact, um, and that we be prepared and be vigilant and always think and see with our third eye. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I love y'all so very we much. We love and you. I see y'all again. If y'all want to do another one, y'all just come. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. But, mm. Mm-mm-mm. Dr. Z, I'm sorry it took so long to talk to you. Mm-mm-mm. I know you gotta keep <laughs> in touch. Keep in touch. And you know what? T T and it's funny because we was we we was doing the show and T's like, yo, we got Dr. Z. I was like, oh, we got Dr. Z. I said Dr. Z about to go in. Dr. Z about to go in right now. I was like, oh my God. Like, I'm like oh my God. In the house, I said, and I will Z. definitely come back. Anytime y'all want me to come back, I'll definitely Yo. come back. Y'all bless. Oh, my God. Thank you, Dr. So Z. Much. I love y'all. I'll talk to y'all soon. All right. Perfect. Thank you. Love you, Dr. Z. Woo. There we go. That was amazing. That, oh. First of all, like, oh. you know the emoji? You ever see the emoji in the head? It's like, <laughs> like right. that's how I feel, but just... Honestly, uh, like you you need someone like that, especially as a person of color. I feel so empowered. Like on all jokes aside, I feel so empowered as a man of color, right? And I, right. I think it's so important, especially with doing this show, that we need to make sure that we are empowering our people, right? Empowering yeah. those of us who, who look like us because we don't see that a lot. But I just am forever grateful for her words of encouragement, her words of empowerment. Oh, like, absolutely. It's just amazing. 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 It yeah. is phenomenal. Phenomenal. T, good job, T. This is how we start off. TLC Like, come on. That's how we do it. That's how you do it. And one thing I love about T right now, honestly, like he he drove, you were able to drive uh, and, and close us out really like on a high, high note. I love it. And was beautiful. You, you having that bargain wine next to you, I think you did phenomenal. So thank you so much. <laughs> bargain wine. Leave him alone with the bargain wine. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. No, I love, the I love clearance. I love a clearance. But where? But where he got the clearance at? What bar- I don't what know, store? wine barn or something. I don't know what, what they have out there in LA. <laughs> Ha <laughs>